Hey, it's Maddie Mills. And I'm Lauren, and this is The Weekend Roundup. Welcome back to The Weekend Roundup, everybody. It is Sunday. We are on Zoom once again because I came home for a couple days. I'm in a room that's kind of empty, so I apologize if there's any echoes going on, but Maddie, what's up? What's new with you? Holy hell. Am I back? Am I? Can't even speak. I'm not excited. I'm so hyped to be recording the podcast right now because I feel like my life this past week has been insane and I haven't even had a moment to like stop and breathe. So like I need a roundup this week. Like I I, I got to debrief. Like I got to get it off. You know what I mean? Like I got to mm-hmm. get it off the chest. And it all started <laughs> when I hit a deer while driving my car. Not Bambi. Not Bambi. And you know, I say I hit the deer lightly because I do think the deer hit me. <laughs> I do think the deer hit me. I So I was on my way to go get Ben and Jerry's Half-Baked. A staple which is like, on the weekend roundup. <laughs> yeah, a staple on the weekend roundup and also like so embarrassing. Like I legit never leave my house. But this day I was like, oh my gosh, I need to leave my house and I need to go get some Ben and Jerry's because what the heck, like that I don't have any is not okay. So I decided to finally leave my house for once and venture into the outside world, um, not knowing that, I guess, the outside world was coming for me. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm going, I'm with my dad. I asked my dad to come because I just don't, I hate running errands alone. So me and Jeff, Jeff in the passenger seat, we're driving home, jamming as per usual. You like, you know, dad jams. Just like the olds, the oldies were playing. Just Your so you get the full dad is like the epitome of like, just a dad. But I, I like grew up in Anaganish though, so like my dad's oldies are like the Rankin family. So. <laughs> no, my dad's oldies are like seventies. He's very much like seventies rock, eighties mm-hmm. rock. Mm-hmm. So that was the vibe, and I'm singing and. We're on the street that's right before you turn onto my street, okay? And really, we're going, and we is see, you there? That's like a very like residential suburban neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah. Like there should be no deer around me, okay? I'm not one with nature. I'm not trying to be one with nature. Nature is one with me, I guess. So, anyways, we go, and as I'm driving, I my brother is passing me, right? Like coming towards me, and so I, he's passing. I'm like, hey. Jake, like not distracted, but I did have my eyes on his truck and like my bro- dad did too. And then legit, as soon as my dad or my brother's car went by, there was a deer in my bumper. Like it was like so fast and accidents can happen so fast. And it's actually insane. Like that was kind of my first like real accident kind mm-hmm. of like I, I've never really gotten into like any accidents thank the Lord, bless up, not trying to jinx anything under a white roof, any manifestation thing I can say right now to not get in an accident because I just said that. Um, But yeah, so that was super scary. And like the deer just literally jumped up and ran away and it was fine. My car had a huge dent in it, but get this, three days later, the dent's gone. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. It'll just like pop back out. (laughs) Thank fuck. Because it was, like, it was a really, like, my front of my car was, like, pretty messed up. We'll put it in and the What? 
Oh yeah, yeah. We'll put the pictures. The the side by side of like when it first happened versus literally two days later when it was perfectly fine. It's literally just a scratch now. So the Lord is on my side because one, the accident wasn't even bad, didn't even kill the deer, and my car is fixed. So really nothing bad happened, I guess. And that was just really stressful for no reason. But ever since then, life's been pretty much go, go, go. I started soccer again, varsity soccer. You know the little, drill. Little heads up now that Mads is a um, student athlete once again. Um, kind of a stops. Be aware <laughs> that scheduling and posting might be a little different in September, October. Yes, we, but we're going to try our best to keep it consistent, keep it normal. And I think, I actually think we've kind of figured it out so that yeah. it'll be fine. As long as we record, like, on a set time, I think we're fine. I think we'll be able to swing it, but just throwing it out there. Yeah, just throwing it out there. We just don't want any surprises when we've had no episodes, but of course you're going to get episodes. Anyways, so. I'm going to like make a promise to the listeners and to myself that we, under no circumstances would go two weeks without posting an episode unless there was like an actual like yeah no same I think that's a good I think that's a good rule even in that case like I would just repost an episode you know yeah or like do bloopers or something I don't know we'll figure it out maybe do you guys want to hear bloopers maybe we should just do that episode anyways it's kind of funny yeah we'll see we'll see what's up we'll see what's up okay anyways so yeah started my new job for my co-op which Honestly, I don't even know if I want to update people on because I think it deserves its own episode. It's it's run by co-op students. Like everyone who works there is a co-op student except the CEO, right? So it's constantly turning over. And CEO could be a co-op student. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's 25. So it's like <laughs> super young and innovative thought leaders <laughs> building a brand and girl bossing and boy bossing and they bossing, them bossing. We're just bossing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I really like my job, but it's just like insane. So I feel like that could be a whole app. So I'm not going to go too into that. But yes, varsity soccer, we got kind of carried away on this. Let's talk about my fitness. Okay, this is, I, we've gotten obviously this is this is a little bit of a rant here. Um, I feel like you need I went, it though. I, I and do I have like it. nothing going on in my life. So you take the entire roundup part to yourself yeah. and I honestly I apologize that I'm totally ranting right now because no, I feel like I try not to do that on the pod but it's just been insane like it's just been so go 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 but anyways so my fitness obviously coming off COVID you're not gonna be feeling very fit and also for my brother who like literally just ate steak and vector cereal and worked out all of COVID and ended it looking like a friggin twilight vampire for no reason yeah if you're like me and legit only leave your house to get ben and jerry's you're not ready for soccer preseason okay let me tell you that i go to the first practice okay if anyone from my soccer team is listening right now try to hide what i'm about to explain very well so if you like witnessed it or picked up on it or had no idea well i guess if you witnessed it thank you for not calling me out for it and if you had no idea do not bring this up to me at practice please (laughs) because this just might be the one of the worst things that has ever happened to me okay so it's preseason it's first practice okay I'm one of like the only seniors really on the team there's like there's not a ton of returning players and like I'm like there's like maybe four of us and like some like some people are still away so we're really supposed to be the team leaders we're supposed to be the ones who are you know doing the most and you know arguably are 
probably supposed to be pretty fit. So this whole day, practice was at like 5 p.m. or something. It was like 31 degrees, okay? And it's sunny as hell. And so I had to, of course, sit in the sun all day and just get my tan on, vibe. I was like eating A&W. I was home alone. So you know the vibes. I was just like having like a great day. I had a great day that day. I read my book. I was like, I finished this TV show I was watching. Just a great day. But the only thing I ate was a team burger and an onion rings. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can probably tell where this is going. So we go to practice. Okay. And as soon as we start, I know something's not right. I know something is not right. I am feeling terrible. I'm like, yo, like I might just throw up right now. And then then I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to throw up right now. This would not be the first time that I've thrown up at soccer. I actually do it kind of often. Once in a game, I ran off the field, threw up, and then just went back on casually. But I just find it so embarrassing, okay? Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to throw up right now. Like, I'm just not going to do it. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm literally like, I'm going to throw up right here, right now on this field. So I was like, Hey, I'm just going to run, um, get some water really quick. And my coach was like, are you feeling okay? Cause I was not looking okay. <laughs> and so I go and I run literally, well, I walk cause I didn't want anyone to think anything was going on. And I also didn't, I knew if I ran, I would blow. So I'm, I'm brisk walking. Imagine the Olympics, the speed walkers, like how they waddle and shit. Okay, that's me, like about to vomit. And then I burp and I cover it with my t shirt, throw up on the inside of my shirt. Yeah, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I was like, I was like, literally start gagging. I'm still waddling, trying to get away. I'm like, I just, it was at a school, like a school soccer field. I just get around the corner of the field, of the school, sorry, vomit everywhere on the ground. Disgusting AW, disgusting vomit. Just, just in case you need the visual. I'm sorry if you're this like eating two episodes in a row where we're like, yeah, Don't even listen. <laughs> yeah, I honestly feel bad. Like it's just me talking my, about my vomit this episode. Love to hear that. Might have to, Anyways, might have to beep out the gory details. Yeah, uh, maybe you should. That's kind of funny, actually. I feel like anyways. So then we uh i'm i'm standing there i'm like holy fuck i cannot believe that just happened this is literally the, like this is university varsity soccer okay and i'm like yeah i did go get ben and jerry's last night and got hit by a deer and now i'm vomiting at soccer practice the next day like things are not going well for me like that's that's a pretty rough 48 hours i would say <laughs> So I just take my water. I literally vomited on pavement. I just pour the water over the, like, over the throw up. It kind of, like, you can't really see it there anymore. And I just jog back over. I'm like, what are we doing? (laughs) No, not really. I, I, like, went up to my friend. I was like, yo, I am not feeling fit right now. I am not feeling good. And, like, I I made it through the practice, which I, I don't know how I did. And then I got home and just puke all over me. My white socks have, like, brown stains on them. And so, yeah, that was not very great. And yeah, that's basically my roundup of just like, what the fuck was that? You know, like there's not even a point to either of these stories. I got hit by a deer, my car got fixed magically, and I vomited everywhere. Here's the thing. I don't think anyone knows about the vomit. So that's why I'm saying if, if you're relevant, like if you're on my soccer team and you, or you're my soccer coach, because maybe 
maybe Coach D listens sometimes. Coach D, shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Coach D. Um, but if you are listening, please um, just ignore it. Just pretend that never happened. Whoop. Throw it, yeah, lock and key, you know? That is That goes down with the weekend roundup, okay? Because that was embarrassing. And But you know what? I actually felt way better. And the next few pra- practices, like, I felt fine. So I kind of think it was, like, the heat and the A&W probably didn't help either. But I've, I've gotten my shit together. I've gotten my shit together. Big-time varsity player again. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the truth of being a varsity athlete. I'm tired of this narrative of, like, the grind, the hustle, like, <laughs> no, 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 that's not me. I, and like, I, I can never pretend to be that. <laughs> I don't think it would fit my brand, quite honestly. Well, I don't have anything as exciting as that um, to add to my roundup. I'm just chilling at home. So Leslie, girl, I fucking wish. <laughs> so let's jump into part two of our brutally honest college advice. We actually have a really good episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about parties, hookups, friend groups, and then we have our brand new series, which if you didn't already guess, it was pretty obvious. We are going to be doing a Bachelor in Paradise kind of roundup um, on each episode. So for this episode, we're just going to do the um, week that has already passed. We're not going to do catch up for the two weeks that we had missed. So we're starting on week three. And we may or may not be having another person joining us on the podcast in future episodes to help us round it up. Maddie's kind of new to Bachelor Nation, so I had to call on a friend who is a expert in all things Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. So look out for that. And then, of course, we're ending our episode with our beloved question section. And as always, if you have any questions that you would like submitted link is in the bio of this episode and on our Instagram at the weekend roundup. Absolutely beautiful spiel, Lauren. Thank you. Sounded great. Sounded great. And yeah, submit your freaking questions. It's my favorite part of the episode. Me too. Me too. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into brutally honest college advice part two. Okay. So I have so much stuff written down in my notes for this. So let's just get into my bullet points get into the bullets and let's just let's talk about it let's let's talk about the down and dirty the the real honestly this stuff is the core of the weekend roundup Mm. you know this is the stuff you're rounding up you're not rounding up when you go to college you're not rounding up how you got hit by a deer or how you threw up at soccer practice i mean you might be but this is the stuff you really want to be rounding up this is the fun stuff Mm mm-hmm Number one, I think we just, we have to start off with parties because that is what people want to know because college parties are infinite, infamous? Is that a word? Infamous? Like, infamous? Yeah, famous in a bad way. Infamous. I don't know if that's what I'm going for, but anyway, <laughs> everybody talks about college parties all the time. People hype them up. It isn't Project X, but it also objectively is kind of better than a high school party. So number one, let's get into frats. Let's just talk about frats. Now, if you're going to school in Halifax, where we're from, there's a couple frats, but this isn't Greek row, you know, like it's not. Yeah, there's the Greek life is not like the state's Greek life at all. No. Dude, can we just side note? State's Greek life. Were you on Bama Rush TikTok? I was briefly. I had a brief moment on Bama Rush TikTok. And if you don't know what we're talking about, 
it's basically just like all these girls who are rushing sororities in Alabama just like posting TikToks of their experience and it was like fucking insane hey y'all it's Mackenzie Lynn and my shirt is from Aerie my bottoms are from got to have a boutique on fifth avenue like <laughs> I was obsessed with it I'm Maddie this is my shirt and it's from winners and everything else I'm wearing is also from winners because that's all I wear so yeah, frats are, it's not like Greek life. There are a couple frats and there's one in particular, if you're going to Halifax, you will absolutely end up in, I have a story. Yeah, this, so, um, this is a bad story. Yeah, well, wh- when we're talking about frats though, like I always catch myself calling just houses filled with guys frats. Houses with big male energy, aka a bunch of empty toilet rolls on the ground in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. aka pubes in the toilet sink or in the sink in the bathroom that wouldn't um, even surprise me honestly fruit flies are flying around mm-hmm. so many dishes like we're talking about your average messy male house mm-hmm. if you're a clean guy we're not talking about you messy mm-hmm. male houses messy male houses with parties but they don't ever like swiffer so their floors are always like all of a sticky you know they, like never really clean up after a party mm-hmm. they're like tidy. yeah they'll tidy but it's not clean. They don't clean it. Yeah. Like, they'll just push the beer bottles aside so they can, like, put their beer latest beer. Yeah. That's actually oh, fucked because, like, we're describing a specific house right now and we mm-hmm. did an amazing job. Like, I feel that, like I'm there. That house is what birthed the weekend roundup, so. No, like, it for real did. So when we're talking, that's kind of, like, the basis that we're going to put for when we're talking about parties because most of the time, that's where you're going to be going. Mm-hmm. So, that is what frats are. So POV. <laughs> first, it's your first week. Oh, no. And you're heading off to a frat. Probably chai, capo, whatever. I think the number one thing that we need to think about here, ladies, gents, and days, is that what you do in the first week of college sticks with you because no one knows your name. Does that make sense? Nobody's going to know your name. So they're always going to be like, oh, that's the girl that blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So like, as an example, if you're going to your first ever college party, like, don't try to be cool. Don't like chug a bunch of vodka on a table. Don't like get up on a table and dance. Like, is that, is the vodka inspired by our, uh, our vodka queen who's name? <laughs> Our best yeah. friend we call Vodka Queen, and that's why. <laughs> so that's what we mean. It does stick with you. Exactly. Don't do these things that you think are going to make you look, like, cool, like a heavy drinker. Don't, like... Vodka Queen is cool as fuck, though. Yeah. Shout out to you, Vodka Queen. Because she did that in the respects of our friend group. I'm talking first week, yeah. you know. At the frat. Mm-hmm. If you're doing stuff and faking things for attention, like, it's just not gonna work like the amount of times I've seen at parties like two girls making out with each other to get the attention of guys like that's not a cute moment you know if you're doing it like solely for attention from guys if you're doing it because you're into them a whole different story I'm talking about like doing things for attention like chugging vodka or if you're like oh I'm gonna do like these drugs to look cool like we're just telling you like it's not cool and if we saw you doing that at a party like if you got way too hammered and chugged a bunch of vodka and it was throwing up everywhere like it's not that cool and it actually makes you look not like you know what I mean look I already talked enough about vomit in this episode um but like 
don't do it. Why would you want to vomit? You know, it's not cute. Like, I don't want to be known as the girl who vomited at soccer practice. You know, I had to keep that mm-hmm. shit low key. Same thing at a frat. Well, it's when, like- when it, you never want to publicly vomit anywhere. Let's just get that straight. Let's just put this out there. Let's stop publicly vomiting 2021. It's just like, I know it's like your first week of college and you're so excited. Like, I definitely went a little too hard, like, when I first started school um, and did some things that were very cringy. And What's the cringiest thing you've done in college? Let's talk about that. Um, I'm trying to think of mine. I I feel like I definitely have a few. Um, I think maybe kissing in front of everybody at the goat house. Okay, mine's just going to a place called the goat house. (laughs) (laughs) I win. (laughs) No, like, that's brutal. Yeah, that was rough. Um, Let's get into the safety thing about these frats, these parties, before we get into the fun stuff, right? And this stuff also applies to downtown. Yeah, like going Going to bars, going to clubs. Like, this is kind of just general party etiquette. Mm -hmm. Which, honestly, I think a lot of this stuff is uh, pretty basic that you should be already doing if you're 18 and you've partied at all. But if you haven't, this is some good stuff to know. Yeah. Number one, I always thought getting roofied or like having something slipped in your drink was just something that happened on TV. Um, It's absolutely not. Um, People get roofied all the time. My friend got roofied three days ago. She's still sick from it. She's okay. Nothing happened. She got home safe, whatever. But that's what I'm saying is like, it's a thing and it happens a lot and you have to be aware of that like you can't accept drinks from other people um even if you trust them like just because you've talked to somebody for two hours at a party doesn't mean that they're a good guy or doesn't mean you're homies that's the thing I feel like when I'm at a party I become I in my head I'm best friends with everybody there I think I can go up to them I think I can get into their personal space I think I can literally tell them all my secrets and I think I can accept a drink from them. And that is not good. So don't do it. Yeah. Don't accept drinks. Don't exchange drinks. We're also in COVID. Duh. Yeah. Like, let's just keep it, let's keep it hygienic here. Mm-hmm. And just always be aware of your drink. If you set your drink down and then you forget about it, just leave it. <laughs> Get a drink. Out. Only accept drinks that are like freshly cracked open in front of you. So just be aware that that happens. Two, don't do Coke. We've talked about this before, and I'm going to keep it short and sweet and to the point. Don't do coke. Boom. Next. Three, share your location with your friend. Don't leave without your friend. If your friend is banging at the party, which you, TBH, shouldn't totally be doing, like, it's not the safest thing. Yeah, no, don't bang at a party. I think that's gross and weird. Unless, like, you live there, like, Mm. like you're hosting. like, your, like, boyfriend or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, it's, like, both just visiting. Imagine just visiting anywhere and then just having sex with someone. Like, that's not okay in any setting, so it's not okay in a university mm. party either. I don't Even care what. I, both I don't of care. us have done it. Don't do the things we I've do. never said I was a role model. <laughs> and I, I stand by that. I stand we by that. It, we tested it out. and We, we tested it out. It. And guess what? Absolutely not the move. It was actually, I can't even, t- I actually can't talk about it. I can't fucking talk about mine either. He fucking so. listens. That's kind of like the safety stuff, which you should already know, but I just wanted to throw it out there so that mm-hmm. I have peace of mind when I think about our freshy listeners going to a party that I know that I told them 
all of this stuff, so I feel fine about it. Freshies. Our little listener freshies. That's not supposed to be demeaning. I swear, I mean it in the most loving way. No, I know. I'm actually, like, really excited for all of them. I know. Imagine starting university again. Ugh. Such a good time. All the situationships they're going to get into. Oh, my God. We'll get into it. Like, to be 18 again. Holy shit. Dude, just, like, kind of on that note, just quick side note. Like, again, back to soccer, all of the rookies are, like, 17, 18. And I'm, like, I'm five years older than you. The last time I played university soccer was in my first year because I took a year off and then it was COVID. So... Like, I legit haven't been on a field, and now I'm just a senior, and all these people are five years younger than me, and I feel like, I feel like we started university, like, 20 minutes ago. hmm I got I the notification today that I started university three years ago. Okay, I hate this. <laughs> Growing up is not all it's hanged up to be. I know. Okay, anyways. Hard payments to make. Anyway. <laughs> I want to tell my story about my first time going to a legit frat. What's it called again? Um, five. So I am ready to party. It is September. I am 18. I can't go downtown. So my friend is like, let's go to this fraternity. It's for a different university, but they dropped off like flyers at my school for this party that they were having. And it was a red or a green light party or a stoplight party or something. And those are parties where people will wear colors based on their relationship status. So green means that they're like single and ready to mingle. Yellow means- Ready to go. Ready to go. Green to go. And then yellow means that it's like complicated. And then red means that you're in a relationship. Me starting to wear green just 24 (laughs) seven. My new favorite color. So me and two other friends are like, okay, let's go to this party. We go to a friend's dorm who lit, who like went to another school and the three of us were in relationships. So we all wore red shirts. We were looking cute. Okay. I was looking good. This was like pre-freshman 15, pre-school related depression. Like this is probably the best I was ever going to look. I've definitely gone downhill since then. This was my peak. I went with my two other friends who are smoke shows, bangers, cuties. Can confirm. Mm-hmm. So me and my three other friends get to the frat and myself and two friends are wearing red and then our other friend is wearing green. So my friend that's wearing green, obviously gorgeous, gets in for free. Fair enough. My two other friends who are wearing red go up and they say that, you know, there is an entrance fee, which we were like, that's kind of stupid, but whatever. So I think that they paid either five or $10 to get in. I really hope it was five. I really hope it wasn't 10. So they paid their to their uh, admission fee to get into this dirty house. And then I go up and I give them whatever it was, a five or a $10 bill. And they say, they like look me up and down and they were like, it's going to be 15 for you. 15? Yeah. Whatever the currency was, I remember it was like more than that. So I don't know if it was $5, then I paid 10 or if it was $10 and I paid 15, but I paid more because (laughs) I I looked. And did you pay it? Well, my friends had gotten in and I was like, well, they just paid five. And they were like, do you want to get in or not? And little 18-year-old me, I was like, 
Okay. Oh my God. The fight that I would have started. The fist fight that I would have broke out, man. Oh my God. I didn't have the backbone that I have. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have either when I was 18, to be fair. Like at this age now, like I think I would just laugh in their face, like, and be like, um, are you not serving alcohol to minors in your basement at this very moment? You really want to try to charge me $15? No, yeah, day? straight up, if anyone pulls this shit with you, get your phone out and dial 911. Don't press call and show it to them. Be like, should I press call? Oh, I can get in for free? Okay, thank you very much. That's what I fucking got. Bitch. So, so most of these frats that you're going to be going to most of the time are serving alcohol to minors so they really have no backbone to be treating you like shit i didn't know this but and honestly they're not even fun like they kick everybody out at midnight and just keep like the girls that they know they're going to be able to hook up with so you're not even there for that long and the alcohol that you're serving you is watered down to fuck so it's really not worth your money so if you're trying to get into a party and they're making you pay you're at a fraternity and you're not really going to have that much fun. So I say bounce and find another house party. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. Find another male house that's like not actually a frat that you don't have to um, pay to go to. A really great frat alternative. I know we talk a lot of shit about athletes, okay? We do talk a lot of shit about athletes, but they tend to have houses that are fun to party at because just a lot of people go and there's guaranteed like at least like a team full of people there so it's kind of kind of a move like to just go to like a university basketball team party or like a university soccer team party or something I don't know pick your sport and run with it make some friends on that team that is a move (laughs) that's what me and Maddie did this year that's kind of like the party vibe, I guess, for right now, because when you're at a party, you start drinking, and then when you get drinking, you have more nerve, and you start talking to people, and then when you talk to people, you get horny, or I do, and then you hook up with them. So let's talk about hookups. That's my transition. What a beautiful transition, honestly. Thank you. And I like how you're just like, talking to people makes me horny. <laughs> Listen, quarantine Fair is enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. In-person communication. Oh, my my turn on. (laughs) Give me more. So college hookups. Number one, if you're going to college as a virgin, no worries, bro. (laughs) I know people like freak out about that, but really, I don't think anybody actually cares. Like, no, dude, I feel like it's like, if they do care, then I think they're weird. That's really weird. If you care about people's sexual history, you're a fucking Yo, weirdo. For real. Like, sexual history at all. Like, whether you're a verge or you're not a verge at all. I just think it's so weird that people give a shit about that. So, if someone's giving a shit about that, then you shouldn't give a shit about them. POV. <laughs> Another POV? You're drinking. You're at one of these fraternities. You might have had a little bit too much at the pregame. And now you're drinking too much of their watered-down beer. You're feeling this average-looking guy or girl. My recommendation... Person. Or person. My recommendation is to put a chastity belt on for the first week of college. Just let me elaborate. Just for the first week. And the only reason is because, one, 
you don't know anything about these people and i can't sit up here and be a saint and say that i've never hooked up with a stranger but you genuinely have no idea who these people are you don't know if they have a girlfriend you don't know if they have a boyfriend you don't know when the last time they were tested you don't know if they're an absolute fucking weirdo like it's the first week and people are going to do questionable shit like like i said the shit you do in your first week is going to define you. So you could hook up with somebody on Saturday and then they could be like, do something really fucked up at a party later on and then be that person. And then you hooked up with them. Do you know what I mean? You know what? Unfortunately, I know this exact thing and I probably have the worst case scenario of it. I'm not even getting into that. You know what I'm talking about. I have worst case scenario of this. So definitely don't. I would just say, I think this is really important advice because You also don't know if this person is, like, best friends with someone that you might be interested in in the future. You know what I mean? Like, you just, you don't know where everyone lies yet. You don't know the social setting at all. You don't know, you know, you might have, like, you might have to sit next to this guy. You might have a group project with him in one, like, in a week, you know? So I just say, like, vibe it out. And there's not, like, if you're going to play the fields, you got to vibe it out. You got to make a game plan. Okay. So that's what you're going to do. Make a game plan. And like, you know, I hate to get up here and tell you guys not to fuck because (laughs) this is a sex positive podcast. And if you want to fuck, then fuck. But we're just saying logistics wise, (laughs) maybe wait it out a little bit, grab their number, see what's up. Once the year kind of starts rolling and everyone kind of knows each other and where each other lies like for all means like be jack the ripper through that school like you know (laughs) that's your business but I'm just thinking like the first week maybe just like feel out the vibe a little bit and we've actually put on our Instagram story um you know drop some advice for college freshmen that was the most submitted one and you know what it's it's so important it's like, I would say it's probably out of all of the things that we're telling you in this episode, one of the most important, if not most important. Like, I don't want to say it's the most important because we also are saying don't do coke, which is like obviously very important. Do not do coke. But like, this is very important socially, <laughs> I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's smart. Like, I wish I did this, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, it's, it's kind of a move. Like, if I think back on my first week of college, and who I thought was, like, super cool and, like, super hot, and if I was single at the time, definitely would have, like, made a move on. Them now, like, you had a thing for no, but I'm just thinking that, like, did come up, come across so cool, and then he turned out to be legit cray-cray, mm-hmm. and then there's another guy, we'll bleep it, I was so obsessed with him, like, I was so obsessed with him, and he made fun of me for using snapchat filters so i ditched him fourth year he asked me out and i said hell nah actually i just didn't answer so if you're listening i'm really sorry that i didn't answer um but to be honest it's just like he's just not for me and i kind of figured that out pretty fast after you know just kind of being in the same social circles you know Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what we're getting at like just wait it out a little bit but let's jump forward maybe like two weeks or something. So now you know the lay of the land and you're ready to get banging. <laughs> Here's something you should know. 
I don't care what size school you go to. Yes, me and Maddie go to a small school. So the I don't know. Happens. I don't know how accurate this one is, Laura. I really do think it is. So I'm going to throw it out there. Throw it out and then I'll say my take too. Because I feel like it's like either way. This is my take. Maddie has another take, of course, but we'll put both out there. Everyone's going to know who you're hooking up with. I say this as somebody who low-key kind of went out of their way (laughs) to hide who I was hooking up with for a majority of my second year. And yet everybody knows because people talk in college. Like college is just one massive gossip circle because everybody is intertwined to some level. And I know that Maddie and I are speaking from going to a small school, but even my friends that go to big schools, like my friends um, in the States or in family in the States that go to like massive universities, like it's the same case for them there. People are just always aware. That doesn't mean that they're judging you or that there's something wrong with that. Like you should always own who you're hooking up with, but just be conscious of it. Like it's really hard to get away with shit, especially living on residence, especially, you know, that kind of stuff. So just be aware of it. Like I got into some fucking bullshit in my second year over that like you just be aware that's that's my take but I want to know your take Maddie well I was just gonna say like in my experience I don't think anyone's ever known who I was really hooking up with unless I've like told them oh my god when I found out I kept my shit on the low without even meaning to really um but yeah what Lauren's talking about is me and this guy were seeing each other I guess and like nobody knew and then all the shit went down and I'm not going to get into it because it's like trauma, but um, <laughs> he super, super sketchy shit that everyone found out about. And then like nobody, but nobody knew we were together as that went on until I told them, like even Lauren, who was like my best friend at the time. At the time? Are you breaking Well, not at the time. Like it was like right at, you, it was kind of a weird overlap. Yeah. In my experience, nobody knew who I was hooking up with and you know, that didn't really have anything to do with the fact that I was off campus because I was still hooking up with people on campus. I think in our first year, especially, you need to be aware of who you're telling because you're not necessarily going to be friends with those people for the entire duration of university. So, you know, that, and you also don't know who they're friends with and who they might tell and like who they're clicking with. And so you might just want to be careful of who you're telling things to if you're not sure because you really don't know people again it kind of goes back to that like you really don't know and you really don't know what their intentions are or who they've been hanging out with or whatever so I think to an extent people might know who you're hooking up with um but I do think you can be careful about it and be low-key but if you are just like hooking up and not really like doing anything about it people will know yeah and like that's why we say don't bang at parties. And this is like, also, if you don't care about people knowing, then don't listen to us at all. You don't have to care. Mm-hmm. We're just like, we, like, I personally just like my own, I like my privacy, especially like with the podcast. It's kind of, I don't like people knowing who I'm talking to because I don't want people to know who I'm talking about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that's just an us thing. The thing that I want, the reason I wanted to keep mine private was because I just knew it was going to start some drama and you're in college. So when you're hooking up with people, like 
there's always going to be drama. That's the biggest thing to like keep in mind is like someone's hooked up with them. Someone's not over them. I know when you leave high school, you're like, oh, there's going to be no drama. Your first year is going to be dramatic as fuck. And then you're good and you're not going to have any drama. But like first year, there's just so much change and so much going on for everyone that there's bound to be like a little, a little drama, you know? And that's fine. Like, I don't, don't stress about it because you're going to find the right friend group. You're going to like find the right person for you. But yeah, like you're going to get through it. And like after first year, I think things chill out immensely. I haven't even heard of like drama at my school since probably first year legit. So yeah, just be, be aware that like drama can happen and don't be disappointed when it does because you thought you were over it. Mm-hmm. You will be soon. That's a really good point, Mads. Like, thinking about my first year, your first year, my friend's first year, you know, whatever. And not I'm not saying friends that were in our year, like, older and younger friends. Mm. Their first year was so dramatic, and it makes sense, because it's like, you're not really, you're more independent, you're drinking more, there's more hookups, you know. There's just a lot, a lot going on, and, and it naturally creates drama, and emotions are all over the place, so... It is going to happen, you know, be prepared for it and and handle it to the best of your ability because, you know, you don't want to. If you don't know what to do, hit up our advice form. You knew it was coming. We're we're advanced. The amount of, the spectrum of drama that we dealt with in our first year has us equipped to handle literally anything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I, I've never been through anything like what I went through in first year. Not to be dramatic, but like straight up life changing. Life changing. Your hair like this is giving me very much chic lesbian. Like I'm kind and it's the of shoulder pads into it. too. Yeah, dude. No, I know. I thought. I think I could pull. I wish I had a more lesbian aesthetic. I'm really annoyed that you pull more girls than I do. It's just because I look gay, dude. People just, it's, I think, here's what I think it is. I think it's because, and this is not meant to be, this is not like. Stereotyping. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not trying to stereotype right now. I'm just saying I look kind of, I feel like I dress mask or something. Like, I don't know what it is. I give off an energy. Mm. I think I have bi-wife energy, but I'm just. It's just not there for me, and it sucks. Because I, because it's like all, it's like I'm missing opportunities, you know. But I'm not. But like, just think how powerful I would be. You know what I mean? Like I would be so powerful. And also, I and I do think gay people dress cooler than I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm gonna stereotype the gays, it's that they're all fashionable as hell. Like lesbian aesthetic, so good. By woman aesthetic. By man aesthetic. By man. These are all aesthetics that, like, I wish I could pull off. But I do think this is, like, this was very, this is very bi wife energy or bi, chic bi. Thank you. I I take it as a huge compliment because I love those aesthetics. But I was so annoyed that time we were at a party and this girl came up to me and she was like, Is your friend gay? I was like, No, but I am. Do you want to look at me? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Uh, what can I say? Let's talk, let's get serious here for a second, guys. Condoms. (laughs) Condoms. <laughs> so important. Okay. You don't really need to be having con like 
using any kind of protection that you can while you're having sex in college because herpes go around like the common cold. Okay? Chlamydia? Chlamydia? Like... Did we just say that at the same time? I think so, but the fucking Zoom audio Jinx. is probably going to be, like, echoey. <laughs> it's going to be like, chlamydia, 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 chlamydia. Look, chlamydia is gross, and no hate if you got it or you have it currently and you're, like, no hate, whatever, but, like, let's prevent it. Why, like, obviously you don't want chlamydia. No shit, wear a condom. And you know what? Like, let's leave it at that. We don't even need to, if you guys don't, like, that's just basic practice. Safe sex is cool. Also, if you do get chlamydia or anything like that, it, it really is just, like, one pill that you take and then you're good. But like Maddie said, you don't want to get it. You don't want it. So wear a condom. And, and two, also, what if you don't know you have it and you give it to someone? Oh, my God. Brutal. Wear condoms. The last wear thing condoms wanna- and, and regularly get tested for STIs, yeah. STDs. Because I know right now with COVID, like, I know they stopped testing – for a bit it, it's probably back up now but definitely regularly get tested after honestly every time you have a new partner I think you should get tested maybe more than that if you're feeling it <laughs> maybe not more I guess maybe it would be kind of redundant more than that but you know get tested regularly every time you have a new partner most of the time you can get tested right on your campus and it's pretty easy um yeah. I'll probably talk about that in orient um orientation and getting tested is just part of, you know, maintaining your health. You have your, your mental health, you have your physical health, and you have your sexual health. So I'm not going to say too, too much more on that because you guys obviously already know this, but we're just saying oh. you should do it. Can we get a, can we get a merch that says cool kids wear condoms? Yes. <laughs> and don't do coke. Yeah. Don't do coke. And also like cool kids get tested because that also works for COVID. Facts. And we're like, everyone's like, COVID merch? And we're like, nah, nah. Chlamydia merch. <laughs> clap merch. Hey guys, we're coming out with the clap line. <laughs> so my next point that I have written down in our notes is just clean slate. And by that, I mean that college really is a clean slate. Like, here's the thing. You don't have to peak in high school if you don't want to. Yeah, for real. Like, you can make the conscious decision to continue growing and being your best self like start saying yes to things that you normally wouldn't do not coke don't do drugs don't do (laughs) drugs you know allow yourself to grow college is such a big part of your life like I have changed so much since I started university and I still am mindful that I have so much more life to live and so much you know I need to gain more maturity and grow more And you just need to kind of be open to that. Like, that's kind of where, you know, meeting new friends comes in. And, like, on that point, this is where you kind of start to learn if the friends that you had in high school were your friends because you saw them five, six days a week or because they're, like, your true, genuine friends. Facts. Because college, like I said, and we'll say a million times again, changes you so much and you grow and people outgrow each other and it is really sad like that's just a part of life and and it's one of the downsides of life for sure um but don't cling on for dear life to your high school friends you know 
you guys will meet up again and, and maybe see each other again down the road. But just like be aware that, you know, everyone is going through new life events now. And, you know, I'm definitely still friends with some of my friends from, from high school, but others, you know, not so much. And it's not like a bad thing. It's just because we grew into different people. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you covered everything there. Like that it's just life. And another thing with friends looking at college wise, the friends that you meet, like in the first like couple days, probably (laughs) won't be like your friends for all of it. Like the first like couple days, I found it was a lot of like mix and mingling, like throughout everybody, like the friend groups that I think everybody had in like the first couple days are like so different to where everybody's at now. So just kind of like almost look at the first like week or so of college as like bachelor in paradise. Like you're just like just meeting figuring everyone it out. And, yeah. You know, forming your friend groups and they'll form naturally. And that's the beauty of forming your game plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the most beautiful thing about college is everybody is willing and looking for friends. Like, the amount of people that have reached out to us and been like, I'm so shy. I don't know what to do. I'm nervous. You know, that's totally fine. Some people are just shy and maybe going up to somebody and talking to them is like impossible for you. But just know that like everybody's willing to be your friend, you know? Yeah, everybody feels the exact same way that you do. So just treat people the way you would want someone to treat you or approach you, you know, because that's, that's just what college is. Mm -hmm. And be bold. Like my like best friend, roommate, Brianna, our producer, shout out, you know who she is. I met her because she was at like a meeting or something for my dorm room or dorm room, sorry, residence. And we just walked up to her and we're like, Hey, do you want to watch the bachelor with us like just being really bold like that which i know is so much easier um said than done for a lot of people but that's just kind of how it is like you kind of revert back to your like primary days where you're like hey you want to be my friend like yeah, <laughs> everyone is willing to be your friend it does totally feel like elementary school again mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. literally it's like starting the first day of like elementary it's so cute mm-hmm So yeah, those are the main things that we've come across. Of course, there's probably more, but you know, the thing about college is you're just figuring it out along the way and so is everyone else. So, you know, don't stress about it too much. It's not, it's not as stressful as you're probably thinking it is right now. And just try to channel that stress into excitement because you're starting a new chapter of your life and you know, you, you never know where it might take you. So listen to our tips and love life. <laughs> XOXO Gossip Girl. Let's get into our Bachelor in Paradise recap. So starting off with Monday's episode, we started off right away with the Boom Boom Room, Riley and Marissa. I, the second Riley walked onto that beach, like Connor had no chance. He was done. Connor is such a whiny little baby. Like (laughs) to me, I know a lot of people really like him. But the second that macho, sexy, true man Riley walked onto that beach, like, Connor was done for. And if I was Marissa, 
I would have headed to the boom boom room a lot sooner than she did. So like, <laughs> fucking props to her. But the, the boom boom room. I, the only thing I hated was the sex noises. Like they had one audio clip of Marissa's moans, and they just continued to play that over and over and over again. Like they shouldn't even have microphones in the boom boom room. If I'm being honest with you. Next up, we had Chris and Chasen, aka John B, roll up. They are from Claire and Tasha's season of The Bachelorette. So we had John B take Deandra and Chris take Jasenia on a very steamy double date. Right off the bat, like watching Chris and Jasenia, I when he was talking about her before he came down, I thought there's no chance. Like she's not gonna end things with Ivan for this guy but then everybody started saying how when they would ask people who are you excited to see she was always saying Chris I can't wait to see Chris I want to see Chris which like who the hell is Chris Chris was on Claire's season for one night and then he left so there's no way Jasenia was dying to see Chris from Claire's season where he got sent home night one So that just confirms, like, they had to have either known each other outside or DM'd, and that just angers me because I don't see anything wrong with knowing one another outside of Bachelor in Paradise, and I don't see anything wrong with DMing outside of it, but we're at the point now where ABC needs to make the conscious decision to decide if they're gonna, like, let us know that these people know each other outside or not because it's this weird like they're acting like Jasenia and Chris just met for the first time when I'm pretty sure there's a picture on his Instagram of the two of them that's so awkward like why like it's just such a weird concept already <laughs> like why are we just uh, but that's the thing that's the one criticism I have about the vouchers that I just one. Think so yeah it's just so artificial Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I said, watching it right off the bat, you think there's absolutely no way that Jacenda is going to end things with Ivan for this, for Chris, but then they're making out and she's saying that he like, they had this connection and, you know, whatever, this, that, and the next. And like, I don't know, it's very transparent that they obviously must have known each other before. And I think that at this point, producers need to make that a part of the show like make the fact that they know one each other outside of the show an aspect because it makes us feel stupid when these people are already dming one another and then showing up on the beach and acting like they're just meeting for the first time when really they met at stagecoach three summers ago as soon as stagecoach happened last season they just should have embraced social media because the show started before social media was a thing So they never planned for any of this, but it's an aspect now that needs to be incorporated. No, here's, I didn't mean artificial. Now that we're, I'm figuring out my thoughts now. It's so dated. It's so dated. Like they haven't done anything to innovate, anything to, and it's like, if they just like, as a franchise need to step into 2021, I feel like. Mm -hmm. That's my problems with The Bachelor. But like, yeah, it's kind of awkward that Chris and Jasenia actually, know each other and like yeah like I saw on Twitter a picture like a Polaroid of them together like you know this isn't their first time meeting like they've probably banged before 
they've probably banged in the boom boom room at this point in time is it because it's not live it's like pre-recorded two months yeah ago, this right? is all pre-recorded yeah yeah so they've definitely so, had the boom boom room which that's okay. another thing that i want to talk about the boom boom room is being way it's it's getting its use this season it used to be like one couple would go one time and it was like not really talked about but we're we're getting our full money's worth of the boom boom room and i'll get into that more but next maybe maybe they're maybe that's their way of updating i think that's probably their way to match to to match with too hot to handle which is like so spicy this season and love island too like love island will you know like, all these spicy reality shows, so Bachelor's trying to spice it up. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because on those shows, they share beds, right? Like, yeah. Like, on to Handle, they share a bed, and on Love Island, they share a bed. On Bachelor, they have two separate rooms. It's bunk beds, and the boys aren't allowed in the girls' room. The girls aren't around in the boys' room. But they have the boom-boom room. But they have the boom-boom room, which I hope they're washing the sheets. Anyways, moving on. So, Maury and Kenny. Maury pulls Kenny for a talk. And I have never seen someone fuck themselves over so bad as Maury did in this situation. Mari, Maury, I don't know. Her and Kenny had the agreement that they weren't going to be going on any other dates and they were kind of locked in with one another, which is a bit soon, but I digress. Maury saw new guys coming down on the beach and she had the rose this week. And she said, you know, I want us to be open to going on other dates. And Kenny obviously didn't take it well because they've already had the conversation that they're not doing that. So I just don't understand why Maury, like, threw all of this away on a hypothetical. Like, she wasn't asked on a date. I don't think there was anybody else coming onto the beach at that point. She just, Honestly, like, a common mistake, a common dating mistake. Putting all your eggs in one basket, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. A common like, mistake. I think she thought maybe this would make him step his game up a little bit or something. I don't know. But as soon as she said that, Demi and Demi got wind of it. It was, she took the green light and she ran with it. She was in that motherfucker's lap within minutes of Mari Mori saying that, you know, they were kind of opening it back up again. And, uh, Demi took it. Demi took it and uh, Demi ran with it. Demi Demi took Kenny right to the boom boom room, like right off the bat. And that was so overlooked. They gave us like two seconds of footage in the boom boom room and it was just so casually discussed. Like in these shows, sex is kind of like a big deal, you know? Yeah. And it was just so casually brought up. I'm not, I'm obviously not shaming Demi or Kenny for doing what they want to do. I'm just shocked that it happened. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I honestly don't really like Kenny that much. <laughs> like, I'll be real. He was kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I don't know how Kenny was able to swing that he was the hot commodity in uh, Paradise this year. But it, it's honestly respectful um to see him turn it around he's the way the he hot, did. he's like the hot commodity you think absolutely i mean he was mari had him and then demi took him to the boom boom room and then we're gonna get into tia took him on that new date so he's okay. definitely. are we talking about the same kenny that i'm thinking of right now kenny the one who manages boy bands yes just that title just that name and title is a yeah. turnoff that's him he must be, like, really fucking funny off camera. 
like because never when the cameras are rolling like i don't think yeah the camera was not nice to him in that season like it was not nice to him and he actually did stay around a while so he probably is a nice guy like a decent dude but yeah just something about him rubs me the wrong way totally fair i get that too it's just i honestly it just might be the boy band manager thing like who goes by that boy band manager it sounds perverted no offense Mm -hmm. and then of course we have serena p in grocery store joe's date which was super cute you know i i definitely can see them working which might be a little bit like i don't know if people agree with me because one the age difference and you know everything that's gonna go on with kendall but they just seem like they have really good banter like they just i don't know they seem like a actual real life couple to me authenticity that's mm-hmm. always impressive when it shines through on paradise and it seems like they're moving at a normal pace like they're so like giddy around each other and they're always like roasting one another and it just it's very cute and real like i find in the bachelor universe you know you know someone for three days and you're talking about your childhood traumas with somebody like (laughs) they seem to be moving at a a pretty you know natural me on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) i'm like uh that was trauma and then of course we have cake gate 2021 which this whole birthday party thing for kenny with the cake that was that was so obviously producer planted like there's there's no way but Maury threw the cake in the fire, um, which was a waste of a perfectly good cake. Like, you know, Riley even said, he was like, damn, I really wanted to eat that cake. Like, <laughs> it was just like, it, was, it wasn't a good look, in my opinion, especially considering she had already, she ended it with Kenny. Like, she's the one who said, let's explore other options. And then he went and did what Maury wanted to do, but didn't have anyone to do it with you know and her being Mm -hmm. upset with Demi like yeah I I guess in all those emotions you would be upset with Demi but Demi has every right to explore stuff with Ketty if you said that you wanted to explore things with other people but then just weren't able to because you weren't really interested in anyone yeah like that's kind of awkward Mari if you were able to like Mari I'm probably saying her name so wrong Mari if you were able to you would have been doing exactly what Kenny's doing with Demi yeah Anyways, the cake gate thing was kind of hyped up. It wasn't really that big of a deal. In the episode, we did have the two kind of talked. It was kind of annoying. I do really love Demi. I think that she's so funny and she's really stirring shit up in paradise. She understands the assignment of reality television and she delivers. Like, she's not there to get engaged. No. You know? But the one thing I will criticize Demi on is this fake laugh she does whenever someone pisses her off like when Brenda when she came back from the date with Brendan when she found out that um Mari threw the cake in the fire she just needs to stop with that I think she's forgetting that she's mic'd up and it's making it like 10 times more irritable (laughs) okay I don't even want to talk about this because I'm so over Aaron but we have the Thomas Tammy and Aaron love triangle which is actually hilarious. Tammy is so funny for pulling Thomas right in front of Aaron and like straddling him, which can I get a count on how many times Tammy has just mounted people in paradise? Like this is like her go-to move. 
Amy is aggressive as shit. She is, and it's so funny. Like, anyways, but this whole Aaron and Thomas thing, like, I know we said we weren't going to talk about the weeks before this, but, like, just to reference when Thomas apologized to all the guys for everything that happened on Katie's season, and, you know, they all said, yeah, okay, cool, we're moving on, and Aaron was like, I'm going to need time, and I'm going to see some, I'm going to need to see some action, like, I genuinely think Aaron wants to fuck Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he loves the accountability. He's just too mad at Thomas. He's too upset with him for what happened. He cares too much. He cares That's too much. Interesting. He talks hey. about Thomas too much. He talks about how Thomas is tall more than Thomas talks about how Thomas is tall. I mean... That's a good wingman right there. I, I don't think he's a good wingman at all because I think he wishes he was a Thomas's, but he probably wishes he was Tammy. And that's why he's so friggin' upset. But anyway, so it ends on that. And then we roll into Tuesday's episode where we pick up right where we left off with the two boys, Thomas and Aaron, fighting. And honestly, like, Thomas was kind of right. Like, Thomas kind of hesitated when Tammy went in for the kiss and he was like look man like she came on to me like I don't know what you want me to do like come get your girl you know but that's the thing is Aaron is just so mad at Thomas all the time which is what makes me think that he just wants to bang Thomas himself which like do it the boom boom room is obviously open and ready for business like (laughs) that would be so good like uh LGBTQ plus paradise and like I love how like shows like what show a show did that they're like there's been shows like that but it's like if these like big franchises did that mm-hmm. oh my gosh it'd be so good they did they, <coughs> I guess they did last season because Demi um got engaged to Kirsten or Chris I can't remember her name but that was just one couple like I want to see it all and that was like that was so randomly thrown in there I know that was like like everyone was like wait what like she came out on tv and she's like engaged to like a woman getting engaged to a woman now i felt really bad for derek that's a throwback but yeah that's like, a that was actually thing. that was sad that would suck so now we have deandra who is just getting showered in hideous jewelry from both john b and carl and as far as jewelry goes, like, this stuff was hideous. Like, what is Carl doing giving Deandra a Pandora bracelet from, like, 2002? Like, I'm so convinced that was just one of the producer's Pandora bracelet that he asked to borrow and gave her. And then Chasen giving her this, like, massive, ugly, fake chain diamond necklace. Like, The poor thing was covered in hideous jewelry for the whole night. And also, I really hope that this is not a slippery slope that we get into of exchanging gifts for roses. Because I hate that. Also, it's so superficial. Like, all the guys trying to get roses that night was so funny. Like, watching um, James pulling Maury... like that was hilarious and it's even funnier when they try to do a romance thing with it like yeah it's the night of the rose ceremony we've never talked before this but you know I really want to see where this goes like that is such a turnoff for me and watching these guys do it it was it was hard to watch 
And then, you know, we randomly have Trey and Taj Juan leaving Paradise. I, I kind of wish that there was some kind of context to that. I don't know if there, something got cut, but they were, like, totally fine. Arguably one of the strongest couples in Paradise. And then all of a sudden, the two of them just, like, leave separately and break up. It, it was really random. The editing was all off. It was, like, 30 seconds and they were both gone. It, it's honestly i'm happy for taj Wan, though she was she can't handle the elements of paradise she she gets too hot like she can't deal with it <laughs> too hot to handle i'm so upset we were actually going to dm taj Wan like a couple weeks ago to see if we could get her on the show because we have discussed or not discussed i guess dm'd with some people who have been on bachelor and bachelorette and it's always so hard to get them on the show because abc is insane um but i was like oh taj Wall would be so much fun to have on the show and we were gonna message her and then never got around to it and then they announced her on paradise like a week later it would have been so awesome to get her on the show but anyway in the announcement imagine how imagine how random that would have been that our <laughs> podcast was the, her announcement to paradise that would have been so funny. Like, uh, we would have been everywhere. That's why you act on ideas, you kids. And then we have Lance Bass introducing Becca. And they really should have made, in my opinion, a bigger... Or should have at least clarified that no lead role has ever been on Paradise before. Because this is the first Bachelor or Bachelorette to come to Paradise after being the Bachelor or Bachelorette. Because... As we all know, Becca went through a breakup over quarantine. She was engaged to her fiancé from her season, and they ended up breaking up because he was racist, which, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. So Becca shows up, and it really just throws everyone for a spin. Everyone's pulling her. Carl's eyes, his dead, weird-looking eyes just lit up when he saw Becca walk onto this beach. But moving on, we have the rose ceremony. So Natasha gave her rose to Brendan, which, I mean, we'll get into more next week on the whole Natasha Piper Brendan situation. Serena P gave hers to Joe. Demi gave hers to Kenny. Abigail gave hers to Noah. Marissa gave hers to Riley. Tammy gave hers to Thomas. Deandra gave hers to Ivan. Becca gave hers to Aaron, and Jasenia gave hers to Chris. And Tammy gave hers to Thomas. Maury gave hers to James, which was very interesting. And I can kind of see, throwback to last season of Paradise, like a Blake and Christina thing kind of going on here, where I feel like maybe they'll just give one another roses, like friendship roses, until they kind of get what they came here for. Like, I think Maury's going to try to get back with Kenny and you know hopefully James can find someone on the beach but that means going home we said goodbye to Carl, Chasen, and Connor which none of those I'm really that upset to see going. Chasen sucks. sucks. Chasen's always sucked. Chasen will keep sucking. I just don't like Chasen. Chasen was there for the clout and it was so obvious as soon even when he was on his season he was there for the clout. And as soon, like, he would be posting and stuff as the season aired. Just controversial, just obviously controversial things just to get clout to get on Paradise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated it. 
Very much Chase Damore from Too Hot to Handle, if you're, like, keeping up with that at all. Yeah, like, the whole thing was just a mess. And then we have Tia coming to Paradise, which was great. I do love Tia. I think she's so funny. I loved that her name card read officially over Colton, which is so good. Whoever's doing the name cards this season just deserves a raise in general. Hats off. Hats off. It's been so good. But so she takes, once again... Kenny on a date and they go on one of the most interesting dates I think I've ever seen ever which was a nude volleyball game how uncomfortable would that be yeah no that's disgusting I hate sand in places where sand should not be yeah I know and beach volleyball's fuck I don't really have much to say about the Tia and Kenny date I don't really see that going anywhere um I can't imagine Tia staying in paradise for too long simply because I just don't see her having a connection with anybody. Maybe James. Um, but yeah, nothing really significant happened on that date um, besides the fact that everybody was naked. But <laughs> moving on, we have... So Abigail really got in her head kind of out of nowhere about her and Noah. And I really did admire the conversation that she had with Noah because you know, she was totally open and honest with him. And I think she is mindful of the fact that she does kind of self-sabotage a little bit, but, you know, she had to get those feelings out there. And, but honestly, you know, if you're running into problems this early like that, I just, I don't think that they can bounce back from that, in my opinion. Um, We'll have to see what happens next episode for sure, but I just can't imagine. I feel like one of them will send themselves home, if not both, is my prediction. I would have never predicted Noah Abigail. Really? A lot I wouldn't of have saw that like couple them. coming. A lot of people No, like I like, I actually, li- I like them together. I just would never have predicted it, like, going into Paradise. Because mm. he know. was such a villain in his season, and she was such, like, the sweetie. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the beauty of Paradise, is that you can get a full, you know, clean slate. You can get a totally different edit. You can become the villain, or you can have, like, a redemption arc. Yeah, it's crazy. Paradise is for second chances. It's looking like Thomas is going to get a great edit, because as we've seen from the previews, you know, him and Becca probably hit it off um, down the line. So, you know, all, like, everybody in bachelor nation loves becca so you can't have becca with the villain they're obviously going to give him a pretty good edit you know that's the tea and then of course we ended this episode on a crazy cliffhanger with grocery store joe x's kendall coming onto the beach and i have to say i was shocked at her interview before she went onto the beach where she said that she wasn't ready to let that go And her biggest fear was seeing Joe with someone else. Like, it's just so clear these two have unresolved feelings for one another. Which is tough because, you know, they both said that they ended their relationship strictly on logistics. It wasn't because they ever fell out of love with one another. It was just, like, moving and things like that. So, really worst case scenario for our girl Serena P. (laughs) Really worst case scenario. Like, damn. (laughs) Think about that. Kendall walks onto the <laughs> fine as hell. And I I thought it was so funny when all the boys stand up to introduce themselves and she just goes, Where's Joe? 
She blew past them and beelined straight for Joe. Where's Joe? Where's Joe? That's so, like, crazy scary. Like, just a scare. Like, it's serial killer vibes. Where's Joe? She took off for Joe, and I don't think any of them saw her coming over because when Serena and Joe looked up and saw her standing there, they looked shocked. And it doesn't help that Kendall went, hey, butthead, want to go talk? Like, you know, that was just her name for him. That might be the worst couple name I've actually ever heard in my life. (laughs) Butthead. (laughs) Like, let's just talk about that for a second. Like, I've heard some pretty nasty ones. Bubs, not a fan. Bubba, Bubba's, like that TikTok we love. Like, no. Butthead? Hey, butthead. Um, ew. Like, butthead. What are you? Like, a seven-year-old recess bully? Hey, butthead. So weird. I can't see Kendall staying in paradise for too much longer. I... I think when she realizes Joe's with Serena, she's going to leave. Um, do I think Joe's going to leave? Hopeful optimism is saying no, but I, I do think he will leave too. So you're team Joe and Serena P. Absolutely. Interesting. Are you team Joe and Kendall? I think, I think they still love each other. You know, I'm a big fan of true love and she's here. Like that means something. I don't know. I just can't see this going well for anyone. Production is... You know, the devil works hard, but ABC producers work harder. Is all awesome. Oh, yeah, for real. Like, that's, they're doing the Lord's work. So that's where we ended this week's episode. I mean, it's tough with it being two nights a week. Like, I feel like we have so much content to get through. And, you know, I kind of, like, buzzed through that as, as fast as I could. Um, but I am super excited for next week's episode. We, like I said earlier, we are going to be having somebody else joining us who is very experienced in The Bachelor Nation. And I can't wait to go over all of this with her. Not that you're a bad uh, co-host, Maddie. You're just not as into this as I. This is, this, is my, this is my Super Bowl. It seems like we're having somebody from The Bachelor on next week. And I'm just going to let you know now we're not. <laughs> We've tried to have people on from The Bachelor. I know, I know. But it's just funny because we were, like, talking about DMing people on The Bachelor. And then we're like, and we're going to have someone who's very experienced with Bachelor Nation. No, it's just a special guest super fan. (laughs) Yeah. Don't get your hopes up, guys. Imagine it's Tyler Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler Cameron's going to talk about Paradise with us. His opinions on it all. Um, yeah. I definitely do think at one point we will be able to get somebody from the franchise on the show. It's just such a pain dealing with ABC. Like, it's hard to get Bachelor people on, like, significantly large podcasts, let alone us. But I, I am determined. We will, we will eventually get someone on. All right, let's jump in to our question segment. If you haven't already heard us plug this a hundred times this episode... You can submit questions for us to answer and to be featured on the episode in the link in the podcast description bio, as well as our Instagram's bio link. Excellent job, Laura. Thank you. And all questions, of course, are 100% anonymous. We don't know who you are. It's all good. Unless you want us to. Yeah. (laughs) Then we can have a good talk and a good chat about it. Um, Yeah. So do you want me to read the first question here? Yeah, sure. 
All right. This one's a little bit, this one hit me in my heart. This one, you know, hit me in my soft spot. Your little simpy heart. My simpy heart. It did hit me in my simpy heart. I'm moving away from university in a few days. I'm super excited and everything, but there's a guy at home. I fell hard, all caps, and I fell for hard and he made it clear he's not ready for a relationship. I know I'm not either since I'm leaving and want to meet new people, etc. But it's so hard because we have a history and care about each other, but it still tells me he doesn't want to be together. Ouch, LMAO. How do I get over this? A tale as old as time. Yeah, that's brutal. That's that sucks. That's shitty. I mean, I'm just gonna let you know right now, there's probably so many other people in your exact shoes right now. This would actually make a really good movie since I feel like this happens to so many people. It that would make a really good movie. You are right about that. I would watch. Um, but yeah, how do I get over this? That is a tough one to answer. Because I feel like it's just shitty. But I also feel like like my kind of simpy way of looking at it is very much what's meant to be will be. So, you know, you can let it go for now. And then later on in life, there's a good chance that, you know, maybe you will come back together when, you know, you're both not going through these like extreme transitions, extreme changes. And you'll be like, you know what? Like the timing was off. So, but maybe we can try again in the future kind of vibe. I don't think that this is what you're trying to do, but if somebody says that they're not ready for a relationship and you really want it to be, one thing that my mom always told me, shut up my mom, she can hear me in the other room, is the harder you pull a dog's leash or a person's leash, the faster they're going to cut it. So true. So if this person has made it clear that they're not ready for a relationship, there's like literally nothing you can do to change their mind. Do you know what I mean? And you know what? Kind of going off that, this is, this might be a little manipulative. I'm about to throw something a little manipulative out there. And I that's, love it. Yeah, that's very off brand for me. But if you straight up just ghosted him, <laughs> I would guess in like, by the end of September, he's going to hit you up. Yeah, I was going to say that too, is that um, distance makes the heart grow stronger. You know what I mean? Like, I think that (laughs) that's a nicer way of putting it. Me like, here's a manipulative tactic that you can do to get him to text you back. We really switched roles. We did switch roles for this question. And I was really going into it like, "Ah, I feel for you. What's meant to be will be. But no, if you ghosted him, I honestly believe if not by the end of September, I can guarantee you the like this semester, he's going to hit you up. Like Thanksgiving, there's Christmas. Come on. Come okay. on. We're going to do a whole episode on Thanksgiving, like when you go back to your hometown. But I do think like him kind of realizing, like seeing you at school and having fun and living your best life is definitely going to make him regret it for sure. Cause it sounds like you guys have a good connection. But um, one thing that Maddie always tells me and has told me since we first started being friends is they always come crawling back and every time she told me this I was like I could punch you in your little face right now no they're not they're not gonna like (laughs) I'm like no they're not Maddie you don't get it like and I'm so upset when she tells me that and she's literally never been wrong every single person has come crawling back doesn't sometimes it's a week sometimes it's a month sometimes it's been like two three years but they do come crawling back. Just. If you, but 
it has to be done in a certain way. You have to just oh, like, absolutely let it go and move on. And then they'll come crawling back. It's like manifestations. Like what you're manifesting doesn't come to you when you put it on such a pedestal. You need to like let it go and trust that the universe will bring it back to you. I'm really going on a tangent. No, (laughs) no. I was just going to say we're hitting the most cliche sayings for this, but they're all so accurate. Like every single one. I'm like, yeah, that's that that will work. Like that's the thing. Like if you just know you guys have this connection. okay? And it sucks to say goodbye. And it's like, yeah, he doesn't want to be together. But also like you don't really want to be with him right now either. But that's right now. So if you just kind of let it go, which is like hard, just like, you know, try to not think about it. Maybe like keep yourself busy, maybe find a little fling at university, you know, just to keep just to keep the options open. And then you you guys, you know, obviously have this great connection. I know this isn't just the end. There's Mm -hmm. no way just this is the end. Okay, like, come on. There's literally no better way to keep yourself busy than starting off at university. Like you're going to be partying. You're going to be meeting new people. You're going to be so busy in classes. Like I actually am really excited for you. And I think that this is kind of like the best case scenario for the cards that you've been dealt. And I, Maddie's right. Like, I do think that this person will come crawling back and you might not even want them at that point, but just know that you just kind of have to like, let this go for now. Just like, it's a new chapter, but it's not the end of the book. Okay. Boom. Last cliche. Absolutely wrapped it up brilliantly, Laura. And that's, that's that I would say like, yeah, nothing really, nothing really for me to add to that. I'm glad you threw in that. They always come crawling back because I do always say that. And I don't know why I wasn't going to say that here, but they do, man. It's insane. It's ridiculous. It's like, I just feel like if you have that kind of connection with someone like you're never just 100% out of their lives forever, you know, because you're always always living somewhere rent free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's always the last thing I want to hear. Like if something is ending with a guy and Maddie's like, Lauren, they always come calling back. I'm like, you don't get it. You don't understand. But now that I'm like looking at it from an outside perspective, answering this person's question, I get why you say it. Yes. Cause it's facts. It's just like, "Mm, yeah, this kind of sucks for now. Be a little sad about it. Grieve a minute live your life and you've got this. And I do want the Thanksgiving update. If I don't get a message on the advice form, on our Instagram, whatever, however you want to do it. uh, If we don't get the Thanksgiving update, bro, I'm going to be depressed. I'm literally willing. If you guys are from the same town and he doesn't hit you up at Thanksgiving, let us know. We'll send you a free sweater because I'm convinced he will. No. Yeah. I'm convinced. Like, like Thanksgiving is that's the time to be alive when you're a university student going back and you're trying to relive some some past flings you're balling and I just know that this just isn't over for either of you just by the way you type the question it's just so obvious so the next question is kind of repetitive but because we keep getting it we're just going to talk about it one last time One final hurrah for this question. How do I make friends in university if I'm shy and I'm living off campus? Double homicide. Living off campus. I got you. You know, Mm -hmm. I got you with that one. Uh, Being shy can't totally relate to. 
you know, I have my moments where I'm like super shy, but like, it's never bothered me to like go up to people and try to make friends. You're not um, shy. You don't get shy. You get like derpy and like awkward. <laughs> yeah, no, I always say I'm a, so there's like two types of shy. I think there's just, like a really quiet shy, which most people think of when you think of shy. And then there's a shy where you just get extremely awkward and talk too much and probably overshare yeah second type of shy is just like so loud and awkward and that's definitely me um so I'm not sure if you're the first type or the second type but um in my I'll give you just kind of my experience my take on it um so as an off-campus student which I am also I think it's really important to just be on campus like make an effort to just be there kind of all the time. I know I already said this, but always good to repeat. Um, Like if you're studying, if you're just going to study, maybe go to the library and just post up in the library for like 10 hours. People are bound to walk by that you know that maybe are in your classes or something. Um, So that's always a move. And also try to like go to events and stuff that are on campus and participate in like orientation week and all like events like that are huge you know and also lastly I would say get involved with some clubs some some sports teams whatever works for you um I've made some of my best friends through you know sports and clubs so it's definitely a move 100% and as for being shy Lauren's got this one (laughs) because you guys know me I'm really shy she doesn't really like to overshare say anything inappropriate on the internet you know (laughs) kind of quiet keep to myself but one thing that I think would be a good way to start off is if maybe in a class if you are sitting next to some people I mean like before you do this you definitely have to talk to people a little bit and put yourself out there but like I've said previously is the beautiful thing about university is literally every single person is looking for friends I'm in my fourth year and I'm still looking for friends like (laughs) And um, so even people like Maddie and I, who are not shy whatsoever, we're really nervous in the aspect of making new friends. So maybe like talk to some people in your classes and kind of get to know them a little bit. And then from there, maybe you can say like, hey, do you guys want to make a group chat, you know, to like keep up for to share homework or study tips? I don't know, something like that. Um, And then from there, you got you can just you just talk and then that's how you make like a friendship I'm 99% sure that's how Maddie and I became no yeah like actually close we started sending pictures or something in a group chat I'm pretty sure our friends sent us a bunch of answers to like a review or something I don't know how it was but but never underestimate the power of a group chat especially if you're shy I feel like this could be really good because you're not really necessarily talking to someone face to face you can kind of like wait to respond, like figure out what you want to say. It kind of takes the, pre- the immediate pressure off of it. Um, and also group chats are just sick. Like I love just throwing a bunch of random people in a group chat and then just like saying random stuff in it throughout mm-hmm. the day. Like anything that's possibly relevant to something that you guys talked about in person, send a text about like when you're not together. That's like how I became friends with so many people in university. That's how I met Ate. like how I became no, friends yeah, with literally. Like I I was about to say, I think all of my friends and I, like, it's always been a group chat, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is insane. Yeah, no, literally, like, you just throw people in a group chat and then you're just automatically best friends. 
Mm-hmm. And like when it, what I mean when I say the whole like just randomly text them, like if you talked about, I don't know, the new spicy chicken McNuggets at McDonald's in person, maybe when you're not together, go to McDonald's and get the spicy chicken McNuggets and send a pic and be like, like send them a review or something. You know what I mean? Like do stuff like that. That's like such a niche, weird example. Um, but it's because we were talking about it at my work and I'm probably going to do that exact same thing to become closer with my coworkers. So it's really, it's really just the move. Um, also too, like maybe if there's an event going on at the school that night, you can send a text and be like, Hey, is anybody going to this Oak like orientation thing tonight? And then somebody is be like, Oh, do you want to meet up? Like, I don't know anyone who's going or, you know what I mean? Just kind of infiltrate it that way. Mm -hmm. such a move and I would say like 90% success rate Mm -hmm. like it's pretty rare group chat doesn't gain momentum Mm -hmm. and if you don't make any friends let us know we'll send you a free hoodie (laughs) uh Laura where are we getting the money for these free hoodies (laughs) okay guys that wraps up this episode of the weekend roundup make sure you follow us on instagram at the weekend roundup and you know what's one thing we haven't said in a while mads what's that feel free to rate and review the podcast it really really helps us out and we would really really appreciate it and we'll rate you 100 five stars (laughs) because you're such a great listener that's it for this week guys we'll talk to you same time same place next week love you guys have a good week talk soon